Welcome to episode 11 of Breaking Bread with C on Relentless Pursuit. Man, can you believe it? 11th episode. If you've stuck around from episode 1 to this point, I just speak a special blessing over your life. Not to say that the others that don't listen, although I'm judging just a little bit, I'm kidding. Bless you, bless your soul. Uh, and I really hope that the word that has been shared here is really transforming your life and every day you're learning something new by the grace of God that is why we find out these things the Bible says that it is the glory of God to conceal a matter but it is the glory of kings to unveil it and so it is the glory of God to give us his word and to give it whether in parables whether in riddles but it is our glory to unveil it and every man that has unveiled certain and mysteries it becomes a responsibility to share to bring it to the altar so that it can be consumed so thank you for sticking around may the lord richly bless you by adding on to what you know that you may continue to practice and become like christ without further ado last time we talked about the amazing grace the overwhelming transforming power of god's love even to the most profane of men today i want to talk about romans chapter 12 verse 2 one of the letters of paul to the roman church and if you have been with me for a while you know that i love the apostle paul you know that that is an office and anointing that i respect and that i bless the lord every day for as paul says he was the list of his choices he was the list that god could have gone after to use and yet he is so relatable because most of us did a lot of things out of ignorance or puffed up knowledge that could make us relate to paul who knew so much and yet he still didn't know the real revelation of Christ, which is the one that transforms us. So Romans 12, verse 2, I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It says, Do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is and that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. So in the beginning of the scripture, Paul talks about being transformed and progressively changed. The word there for transformation or transformed is metamorphosis in Greek. And for those of you that uh, are familiar with biology, for example, I did biology back in high school. And uh, one of the things that always fascinated me was the process of metamorphosis of a caterpillar and then it ends up becoming a butterfly. Or the, the, the tadpole, it's, a, it's, a, it's an aquatic lover that, that changes and, and becomes a frog, right? So 
all these two are examples of metamorphosis in nature. So what Paul is saying is that once you have received the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, it is expected you to go through a certain metamorphosis. Now, metamorphosis by definition is the continuous transformation into something that is going to be more eternal. There is no other stage of transformation that comes for the butterfly after it has come from its caterpillar stage. The end is in becoming a butterfly and once the, that end has been achieved, the other story is the end of the butterfly or death and so what paul is saying be transformed metamorphose progressively as you mature in the spirit by the renewing of your mind focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes that's in the bracket so that you may prove for yourselves not for god remember we don't do anything for god he's not interested in what you can do for him he's interested in what he can do through you and in you and what the will of god is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you so what paul is saying is that it is expected of you as a believer to keep growing to keep metamorphosing to keep turning and becoming and looking more like christ until the end of the world when he comes back to take those of his own it is a responsibility for you to know more scripture for you to understand and decode different mysteries it is your responsibility to find out these things and to share them with others some people are very greedy with revelation i have a good friend of mine who likes to say this revelation is of christ what you have learned if you are able to let it sink in and then you're able to also share it with another person that they may be edified and grow then christ has been preached and we have all been glorified in his glory so he has understood that if he has decoded a certain mystery it's not for him to be like oh my god i feel like the instinct of the bible and i have found out this mystery no it is the glory of christ the bible says that it is the glory of god to conceal a matter but that of kings to unveil it and so we live in a society that almost con- condense change almost condemns a person for turning into something else or saying no to things when before they were a yes man or changing the way they view a certain thing or transforming an opinion and one of my favorite teachers of the word says a wind soul is not provoked into the errors of opinion making so you meet someone who was previously a yes man everything you ask no matter how much it is a bother to them or it is a stretch for them they will simply say yes because they don't know how to say no or someone that struggles with setting boundaries and then once they begin to set boundaries people almost condemn the person the man or the woman that has decided to place boundaries by saying oh you have changed you're not as kind as you used to be because they cannot get from you what they used to get from you and so 
setting up these boundaries makes you look like you're the bad person and then it makes people reluctant to change and they don't want to understand that certain things have to change because to whom much is given much is required i believe i explained how that works in the past and so being transformed and progressively changed as you mature in the spirit that is how you will see someone in your like what happened to you you know or they speak and you're like your speech is seasoned with salt my god the bible says let your speech be seasoned with salt and the reason why paul um contrasts the speech to salt it's because salt is a metaphor for god's purifying power that means your words must come and purify someone must hear it this is how you encounter certain people and you're like my god there's something about you i just can't pin it but there's something about you that 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 has the answers that i need that says the right thing at the right time at the right moment that is what is expected of the believer there are people who do not read their bibles there are people do not spend time in prayer there are people who do not regularly go to church or serve in any ministry and these people think that these revelations are going to come to them but in the relationship if you're dating someone do you expect that you're going to stay in that relationship if you never call them never go on any dates never meet them and they're just going to know that you are together and that's common knowledge and you leave it at that no same as a friendship you nurture it you buy each other gifts when it is your birthdays or any other celebration you tell them you love them i i'm one i'm one person who constantly reminds my friends that i love them and they got used to it because previously they used to be like you say i love you too much you say it so often right but then i met other friends who say it even more than me and i'm realizing that that is a way of nurturing that is a way of appreciating that is a way of sowing seeds the more you speak these things into the lives of people the more you edify them and so paul is telling us be transformed continuously metamorphose like someone who is changing from a caterpillar stage to becoming a butterfly and so that's what Paul is encouraging us to do do not be ashamed to know more than you did last time do not be ashamed to have a conversation and say but the bible says do not be ashamed to 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 change a certain like some people outgrow certain doctrines there are teachers for example uh, or or ministers of the word that i used to listen to that i can't listen to anymore not because their message is not important because they're still winning souls not because what they're teaching is irrelevant but it is not speaking to me at the moment i have left my caterpillar stage and i am transforming metamorphosing into a butterfly and so if their message speaks to the caterpillar then it becomes irrelevant to me it can still be relevant to somebody else and bless the lord for that because he uses every single person with the gifting that he has given them but it does not 
mean that I have to stick there when I am not growing or being challenged or metamorphosing and progressively changing. So the Christian that has not understood that it is give, it is expected, there is a demand that is placed on them to keep growing in Christ, to know more, to search deeper. There are people who have dared to ask of God bold things and one of the greatest example is 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 peter the apostle peter peter tells jesus if it is you master call me to you and in that moment he stands up and he walks on water and peter will always be reminded as the one that walked on water because he dared to do so if all the other disciples had decided lord call the rest of us they could have all walked on water but Peter dared. Peter dared to ask that question. So, friends, I dare you to place a demand on God to give you more revelation, to prepare you to receive it, to open your eyes and your ears, to sharpen and fine-tune your hearing, that you can differentiate his voice from that of the evil voice, to know what is of the world, what is for me, what is not for me. There are things that can only be revealed by God. There are things that you will not find in scripture, but scripture will lead you to them there are revelations that only god can give to you in the place of communion in the place of hanging out going on a date with god and spending time together there are things that you do not know about me and celeste because we're not friends but there are things that a friend of mine can tell you and you're like no way i cannot believe that but they have access to that information because they are my friends and it is the same with God. He can minister to you something that is going to be used when you're seated in Rwanda and the moment you open your mouth to say something that God told you in the intimacy of your time of prayer, it ministers to someone seated in Singapore watching you or hearing you, a podcast or a YouTube or a recording of any way, and it speaks to their situation immediately. You never know the kind of seed you're sowing by finding out the mysteries of God and sharing them with others. I'm going to pray for us that we may not be reluctant to change. The world condones that and accepts it. But for us that are born of the Spirit, it is our responsibility to minister answers to the children of God. Because Paul says, do not be concerned with those that end up preaching riddles and you know grandmother myths things that don't make sense or they preach themselves back into the law and yet they don't even understand what they're teaching do not be like those ones minister answers so lord we thank you we bless your name that we have answers for this generation we thank you that we will not be reluctant to change because you've made this knowledge available to us we thank you that now we know that there is a demand that is placed on us for those that have come to the knowledge of christ and that no more for this generation and the generations to come we thank you lord 
that you're transforming the hearts of fathers, of mothers, of children, and that as your word says, that we will teach our children the way to go and they shall not depart. We thank you that this is a generation that you will not have to fix to use, that we will be ready to go and to run with your word. I thank you that you hear me when I pray and it is so in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless you. Thank you for sticking around and see you same time next week. See you when you share this with a friend. If it has blessed you, the least you can do is to drop it in your friend's inbox that they may also be blessed. See you soon. Bye.